Ah, yes, listeners. And at the end of this episode, a podcaster might call you home. We're watching The Haunted Mansion 2023. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your new favorite show, The More You Nerd, the only podcast dedicated to doing random monthly themes, topics. I still want to say I challenges. We are still want to say challenges. Uh, my name is I Drew. Mean, we, we challenge ourselves. We do. We challenge ourselves to different things. My name is Drew, uh, and today we are in the middle of our trunk or treat four here in the year 2023 as we cover disney's haunted mansion the 2023 which is the same year that we are uh talking about uh we're recording this and boy i'm so good at speaking the words miles <laughs> how are you my friend yeah. i'm doing great um no book report this week because well i got about uh 45 pages into Oreo for the dark tale of the great mother um it's fine but that's not why I haven't finished it. It's because um, a Spider-Man game came out last week and um, has taken all of my free time. Um, so, so the book report stuff might get thrown aside if I don't finish that game pretty quickly, um, which I might be towards the end. I, I killed all my weekend. I was home alone this weekend, so I was just powered through it. Um, nice, but I'm I'm doing great. I I uh as soon as I saw this movie this uh summer in its unfortunately released time, um I knew I I absolutely wanted to do this for Trunk or Treat. Um, I and I was like I don't know how Drew is going to feel about this movie, um, but I had the best time in theaters with this, and I was looking forward to seeing it on the small screen, and I still have a so i uh, so before we talk about this movie we should probably talk about uh the actual haunted mansion ride because as 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 mentioned in previous episodes of this show you went to disney world for effectively the first time uh, a month ago has it been that long already yeah yeah a little over a month ago uh and and so how did you feel about the haunted mansion ride i so i had the, a wonderful time with it it's everything i wanted it to be even though i feel like it needs a little tlc um as as some of the some of the magic kingdom rides do um but i i just i loved everything about it i thought it was a super super fun ride i love like when you take uh get your photo taken and they have the ghost behind you um it's it's really really fun i i like the fact that there's still stuff in there from the original like haunted mansion ride and they've just kind of like you know updated it and because it's fun to see some of that stuff like even even though it's like you know very very old it it's still it's still really cool to see well miles i re i learned in uh honestly very recently that you actually have seen a version of the Haunted Mansion ride that I have not seen, despite the fact that I have ridden it several times over the years. Oh, yeah. Uh, do, do you know what I'm talking about? Are you just are you setting me up? Uh, 
so yeah so uh there is a character that we are going to talk about in the context of the movie the haunted mansion uh movie that we just watched that was part of the original plans for the haunted mansion way back in 1969 but was almost immediately pulled out of the ride because its effect didn't work and it was added back into disneyland's haunted mansion revamp in 2015 i think was the year but it was only added to disney world's haunted mansion in november of this year oh last year yeah uh 2023 well, that's next month. Oh, gosh. So it's not even there. Never mind. I take that back. <laughs> you haven't seen it either. It's coming to I forget what month we're in, which is dumb because we've been talking about November a lot. Um, Yeah. So the Hatbox Ghost is not in Disney World's I, I uh, Haunted Mansion. I can't remember if I saw the Hatbox Ghost or not. I thought I did. According, but I also could be inserting stuff from the movie. Um. But I, I I could be wrong. I, I thought I saw him, but I mean, there's there's so many freaking ghosts and stuff. I could have just mistook something. Yeah. In, uh, last September, they announced that the Hatbox Ghost would make its return to haunt, uh, Disney World's Haunted Mansion. And it, w- it was added in. It will be added in November. So, yeah, it's not there yet, which is interesting, uh, which is wild. And the, despite the despite that, the the Hatbox Ghost uh which again wasn't a huge obviously wasn't a huge part of the haunted mansion ride to me wasn't really a huge part of the haunted mansion ride uh in disneyland either until a little less than 10 years ago but it has appeared in a bunch of other disney related content it was in some house of mouse stuff (laughs) and and all of that um so yeah uh but the ride itself is one of my favorite rides in part so fun because it's so fun and it's spooky and it's creepy, uh, but it also turns into a very fun experience because it's all scary until it's suddenly not. And it's just the mm-hmm. ghosts are having a party and it's all, you know. So Grim Grinning Ghost has always been a favorite of mine, like of Disney songs. I think part of it was the first time I remember like hearing it was getting a VHS of um it was two Disney afternoon and Halloween specials and the, the, it was a Halloween themed release and it was uh ducktales and Woo. I don't remember the other one probably. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. Goof troop. Yeah. Uh, so one where uh, goofy inherits the Franken goof castle. Um, I did a lot on that it's, show. It's a really, really great episode actually. Um, but before it starts is a music video for Grim Grinning Ghosts. And they had all of, like the the cast members are like people dressed in the, the suits of like Mickey and Donald in, in ghost costumes dancing around the Haunted Mansion uh, to the song. Um, also, uh, I don't know when they did it, but Bare Ladies has also covered it. And it was a pretty fun little acoustic cover. That makes sense. Uh, so it sounds like something they would do. <laughs> And yeah, I definitely want to talk about some of the elements from the ride, but I feel like we should talk about it as they come up in the movie because, and I know there's some stuff that was obvious to me, but I'm not an expert about the Haunted Mansion like some people out there. So we're going to probably miss something. Uh. Yeah, I I have, I have like a hard book short story set. That's like a a collection of different books about the Haunted Mansion that was released a, a year or so ago. Maybe it was longer than that. Um, but when I was watching it with Krista, like she was just like 
point out things she's like oh this is in the ride and this is in the ride this is so cool like all the stuff <laughs> that was in the ride and i was like that's that's really cool because you know she grew up at disney so she's been on it a million times um so like this is obviously before i i went to the ride itself so um but the thing is this movie also a lot of times feels like a ride especially when the chairs start moving I mean, just yeah. Any any time, <laughs> like like especially the all the hallway scenes feel like the ride when they do the astral projection stuff. It feels like the ride. Like there there is so much stuff that like kind of it's, it feels like you're going on a a fun theme park ride. It would have been interesting to watch the Eddie Murphy haunted mansion to see what that was like. Um, but I think we probably I mean, saved ourselves. I saw it when it came out, and I haven't seen it since. <laughs> <laughs> it was not very well. Uh... <laughs> Some people have kind of like low key, you know, defended it. I-, I would like to see it again. It certainly didn't meet my expectations when it came out, and I know at one point, you know, Guillermo del Toro was supposed to do the Haunted Mansion movie, and the world out. wasn't ready for that. The world was not ready for Guillermo no. del Toro's Haunted Mansion. All right, so let's talk about the movie. Uh, so our movie uh, is uh, basically about this mansion that is haunted sweet uh well, that really wraps it up um let's talk about what we're doing next week now uh and we are introduced to sort of our trio of main characters we've got ben played by lakeith stanfield who is an astrophysicist turned not ghost tour guide but yeah, definitely just, is just a turned, ghost tour guide mess <laughs> Uh, um, also, Leaky Stanfield is like one of my favorite actors. Like he he has such a great presence, and anytime he shows up in a movie, and I forgot he was in this when I went to go see it, and so like I was just immediately like in a great mood as soon as I saw him. Like yeah. I think he's one of the most charismatic actors, and he is wonderful in this. Uh, we also have Rosario Dawson's character Gabby and her son, uh, 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 uh Travis. Sorry. Uh, Travis played by Chase W. Dillon, uh, who are great. They they get a great performance out of that kid. They really do. That kid's that kid's going places. Um, he's got he has those those facial expressions that just light up the scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so Gabby and Travis are moving into this house. Uh, to she's she she is uh wanting to open a bed and breakfast in this historical place. To try to, you know, give her son some. I'm sorry, I'm just remembering the conversation that Ben's reaction to the bed and breakfast. Oh, it's very funny. It's very funny that he looks down on bed, bed and breakfasts, beds and breakfasts. <laughs> I don't know how you pluralize that. Um, very, very funny. Um, and uh, well, they they of course find that this house is haunted, uh, and it's very, very spooky, scary. But what they've also noticed, and again, this is one thing that I really, really like about this film, leaving the house doesn't matter because a ghost will follow you home. And I, I love that that is that's tied into the the, the movie. Uh, so it, and, it, and I think that they say that like when you leave the ride, too. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm that's yeah. what I'm quoting is when you leave the ride, it's a ghost will follow you home and yeah. you've got the ghost sitting on top of your doom buggy and all this yeah, stuff. I love that. I, I've got my picture. That's it's so great. <laughs> uh, so as as part of this, they recruit off screen <laughs> Owen Wilson's character as Father Kent, who searches out uh, Ben uh, to to try to bring him in and uh not quite accidentally gets him uh haunted as well uh and gets him to kind of 
come around to the idea that maybe ghosts are real and he's going to use this <laughs> magical uh they mentioned he's an astrophysicist it's because he makes lenses for like uh, uh they said for cern and then he worked for nasa I think. yeah but he makes lenses for space telescopes and things like that yeah and uh, also owen wilson just turned the owen wilsonness up to a like a left yeah i should have done the whole intro as owen wilson man it would have been great hey <laughs> Are you ready to be a podcaster? I could that would have been so good. Uh it would have been yeah, really, really been good. good. It's but good, been a, it's a good old Muslim. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. 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 Thanks. Uh I will I I'm I'd do the rest of the episode like that. Nobody wants that. Um no. <clears throat> and as a result of them kind of coming together uh with his ghost camera, they need they realize they need to recruit some people to help get rid of the haunting in the house and so they 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 recruit tiffany haddish's harriet who is a psychic uh and danny devito elevating everything he does as bruce who is danny a uh, like low-key being frank almost <laughs> yeah uh bruce who is a historian at tulane university who know who is is their their key to the history uh, of the house uh and all of that and uh and shenanigans ensue as they try to figure out what's going on and learning what is haunting the house and what time limit they have to do anything about it so one of the things that i think is really really great about this film is its tonal balance there are scenes that are played kind of spooky there are scenes that are played straight and that are are like just on the cuff of being maybe a little spooky for the kids. And then there's also just a lot of fun banter and some fun gags. Like this, this film knows what it is, but like my biggest complaint about a lot of Disney stuff. And in fact, when we started off the month, uh, my complaint was that like, it doesn't show its teeth at all. And this one does like all of the concepts are very real. They're very dire. Like lives are at stake. Lives are threatened several times. It is notable that this movie is PG-13, which is... Oh, is it? It is. It, it skews okay. slightly older um, as a result. Because it doesn't feel like... It, it feels like it's for everybody, but at the same time, like, yeah, you have, like, the the um, the widow who, like, killed her six husbands attacking Ben the Attic with an axe, and, um, and then him trying to, like, <laughs> calm her down by being an ally was so funny so weird so wild so wild i loved it um i yeah so I, that's one thing that i really appreciate about this movie is i i think it was able to find the right balance for the kind of movie it's trying to be um which is kind of like a family-friendly halloween movie with a little bit of bite to it just a little bit not we're not going full-on you know night books but yeah it's got got, got threats to it yeah uh and so one of the things that i like about this film a lot as well is just again there are very subtle references to the ride but then there are very obvious references to the ride so the room that they camp out in because it's the quote unquote safe room for when stuff starts happening is the entryway to the ride (laughs) Mm -hmm. and if you know what happens in the entryway to the ride you know that that's going to be paid off at some point and once it is it's very very nice and fun it was it was very very cool then it was very cool for me to like having watched the movie when it happened in the ride i was like oh this is so cool yeah but i was also looking for gators and and stuff like that so like you know that that doesn't happen (laughs) 
uh, beyond that, you also have, you know, the the dining room with the with the the spirit, the spirits swarming around having a party and you have. But you see that from an upper level, which is exactly how they portray it in certain points in the movie here. You've got uh, hallways that seem to go on forever. You've got uh, uh, a lot of a lot of the ghosts that you see, like the dueling ghosts. You see the you mentioned the uh, the what's her name who uh, had who killed six six husbands or whatever. Yes. Uh, And I I believe there are other ghosts. I want to say that the the one that helps them the most uh, Gracie may be one of the ghosts in there, but I'd I'd I'd. I'd have to. I think he is. I th- I think he is. Uh, but all of this comes around to, um, to the big bad of the movie, which is the hat box ghost, which you mentioned at the beginning of this episode, because this is one that when I see it, it looks iconic because I think I've seen statues and t-shirts that feature yeah, this absolutely. character, but this character is not featured in the ride that I've ever seen, <laughs> which is, yeah, it's, it's, it is weird. And yeah, so, the, the Hatbox Ghost, also known as Donald Trump, I mean, Alistair Crump, um, played by Jared Leto for some reason. For some reason, Jared Leto is in this movie, but, you know. Uh, Luckily, like, his voice is over. Like, the only time you know that he's there is, like, he's used as a painting. Kind yes. Of. <laughs> he's, well, it's, it's one of the funniest moments in the movie to me is when uh, the, the Hatbox oh, yeah, Ghost, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the Hatbox Ghost confronts Ben. Um, we should also mention Ben has lost his wife at some point in the last couple of years. So he's. Yeah, I, I actually, I want to talk about that in a second, but he's. Yeah. So he's turned to to alcoholism and 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 a lot of stuff and a lot of stuff that's like real, real raw and 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 real. And his performance in some of those scenes is really, really good. But uh, but the Hatbox Ghost is looking for a willing, a willing soul to cross over into the other world. And when he confronts uh, Ben, Ben uh, runs away and they decide to go to a police sketch artist to have the police sketch artist <laughs> played by Hassan Minaj, the sketch artist to, to do it. And the sketch artist turns around and gives them the perfect representation of, of what the guy looked like. And it was, it was, it's a funny scene. And, and, and then can you put skin on him? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, like I said, the, the gags in this movie just really, really work. But yeah, I want to touch on what makes this movie really work for me is that um, like any good, um, especially if horror for kids, is, is it has a central thing that it wants to tackle. And in this case, grief. Now, it does it a lot with the main character, Ben. And it, and it as, well, as was a B-plot, also does it with um, Travis, the, the child who has, we find out towards the end of the movie, lost his father. <laughs> this but is we also so- know that like, this is one thing that I actually. This doesn't land for me. Um, let the me way they reveal it or the, the fact that it happens. No, the thing that they that 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 bothers me about it is that. It's very obvious that yes. the dad is is dead Agreed. the entire movie, but the problem that they have is they don't have any scenes to introduce that there's any confusion about that from Ben's perspective. The only thing we have is that Rosario Dawson's Gabby keeps saying what happened with his father to get away from what happened with his father. Well, and, so and, and I the, suppose the way they do it, because some people, some people are going to ask if if the way they phrase things made it seem like they were running from a bad situation. 
and and it can easily be read that way. However, the movie's also very much telegraphing the fact that his father's no longer with us, and this is going to be a big reveal. And I wish they had just outright said it, or at least said it amongst, like, maybe Ben didn't have to know, but, like, everyone else did, or I don't know. It's I, I agree that 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 reveal does not land because like when it happens you're like yeah we know, um, it's almost like but, Ben is the only one who didn't know, <laughs> right? But I do like that they are they are they're still dealing with the the grief angle with him and with Ben. That's how they bond and and even how they kind of triumph in the day is is by overcoming grief. And I think that was it's, it's an important part of this movie. And I think what helps make it work for me is that there are some genuine elements of this that aren't just, hey, here's some spooky stuff. The end. Like they yeah. actually had a really cool story to tell. And I agree with you. They don't they don't stick the landing on the on the on the Travis side, despite the fact that that kid just steals every scene that he's in. He's really like, good. When he, when he has to really. climb down the little basement. It's like, I don't want to do this. I'm a kid. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Except you got to. Uh, and it's like, you okay? No, it, it's a hall of terrors. Like his delivery of everything. Like, and this part was in the initial trailer, but when Rosario Dawson says, "Oh, I'll, I'll light a vanilla candle and can, candle will make it all better," and he's just like, "Will it though?" <laughs> he just he has the perfect like kid delivery. He's got a very animated face and excellent, excellent timing um this this kid like is the exact opposite of the problem that most people have with kid kid characters in these kind of movies this kid is great um oh we mentioned we like in our in our murderer's row of like like famous actors we also have madame leota played by jamie lee curtis yeah i was gonna i was gonna wait to to get to that because she relatively relatively small role in the movie although a key one madame leota if, if you've ever ridden the haunted mansion ride is the the face in the uh yeah, the crystal in ball. the crystal ball that you see in uh, on the way to the attic um which again i also love that they they maintain some of the like places that mm-hmm. the like the 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 widowmaker is in the attic where you mm-hmm. see her on the ride. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, and it deals with a lot of the seance stuff and, you know, the, the, the grim grinning ghost song sort of hits at different spots. I, I keep talking yeah, about the, I, I the like ride it, stuff. I like that it's like embedded in the score, like throughout the film. Um, but yeah, so we have, we have them going through and we're kind of jumping around the plot. Cause I mean, let's be honest, there's really not a ton it's, of, plot. they're stuck in a haunted house. They need to get out. Like that's, that's the basic plot. Um, uh, but but yeah, so we don't have to worry about like jumping around. Um, I because I mean, also you all, you continually have like some very I don't want to say distracting because like uh, Hassan being there, I'm like, oh, I know who he is. But like a lot of people were like, oh. but when my other writer shows up, <laughs> uncredited and unannounced, <laughs> I was like, and she kills it. She plays it straight. Like she does a really good job. Um, other than like you know. Daniel Levy, who they just have Daniel Levy play Daniel Levy up to 12. Yeah. So, so like we should you, say, we should say, creak. so at a certain part in the movie, they realize that they need to get something that belonged to, uh, Alistair Crump in order to, you know, trap him and, and banish him from, from the house. 
And so their idea is to, they find out who he is and they go to his house, like his actual house, because there's a long story for backstory with why Crump is such a bad dude. Um, and uh, <laughs> Winona Ryder is the tour guide of this as this very like monotonous, monotone, you know, it's like this. It's like this. And Daniel Levy is the other tour guide who is like doing a murder mystery show as mm -hmm. a professional actor of stage and screen. I know that this <laughs> and this. So good. Um, and yeah, I wanted to write killed it. I liked that there was this uncredited cameo, but like having both tour guides be people that like I, I immediately recognized was a little distracting, but still fun. It seemed like they really just wanted to be there. Yeah. Which who wouldn't, you know? Um, yeah. And um, I, <laughs> I really appreciated that. Um, also uh, hats off to um, Katie Dippold, who, who wrote the script. Say, uh, hats off to hats off to Alistair's skull. Cause uh, that's what they find there. They took the top um, hat. Anyway. Yeah. 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 I'm just going to bypass that one. <laughs> um, I, I was like looking up the other th stuff that she had done and some of the stuff was like, I haven't seen this. I haven't seen this, but she wrote the 2016 Ghostbusters movie, which I really loved. Um, and so I was, I was really excited uh, to see that she's, you know, still, still writing big projects. Um, I think for me, what, what works the most about this movie is the fact that I and mean, it's something we've talked about throughout this episode it, the fact that it kind of stays true to the ride like it it's it's about the haunted mansion it's centered around the haunted mansion and and what makes the haunted Grinch mansion great which is like the 999 ghosts and they kind of build around the mythology that you've always had with the ride they build around that they don't try to modernize it or all these new elements like they take the the old school lore and yeah they modernize aspects of it or make their own thing up but they they take that lore and and work with it and i think that's what really makes this movie successful at its core is one having an emotional uh story that people can get invested in but also staying true to the identity of the ride upon which this is based yes definitely um so do, let's talk about um impactful scenes um because there are a number of them uh i'm gonna mention one miles okay the introduction of bruce well not the introduction of bruce the reintroduction of bruce after they try to court him uh and he really wants to go so they decide to meet him at a <laughs> at a bocce restaurant a bocce restaurant and Boy, keep catching the, the shrimp <laughs> I guarantee he caught Danny DeVito caught every one of those things. There was no CGI involved. That dude can catch some food with his mouth. I guarantee it. <laughs> I even I, I agree. I even texted you about that when I was watching it. I, like... I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, any other uh, any big scenes? Oh, that, was that the impactful scene? I was making. I was just wanted to bring up the Danny DeVito eating shrimp thing, but you know oh, it's okay. I, I thought you were leading up to the like the him having a weak heart and having to the hospital. Like <laughs> that was that, a fun that aspect. That was a funny scene too. Uh, to to be um, fair, for impactful scenes, I mean, it's it's hard to argue against anything with uh, 
Lakeith Stanfield. I think I think like he just kills it. He his delivery in, in every single scene just fires from all stones. He's very very funny, but then he can immediately turn on the the drama and pull your heartstrings. The story about uh, Alyssa. Um, I love the reveal that the cat's name is Tater Tot. Uh, well, let's, so so the story with Alyssa is so interesting and so powerful because Ben is there and he's talking about his his wife that has passed away and he's sharing this story and and you get to the heart of his grief about how he was so busy working that they kind of had a little bit of a fight as she went off to get some 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 Tater Tots and then stopped and then for also ice cream stopped to get ice cream and also stopped for ice cream. And ended up dying in a car accident as a result. And he has been worried uh, that that um, his his wife died without him or without her knowing that he loved her. And it's this big, powerful moment that is then cut through with Danny DeVito saying, what was this? Was this girl's cholesterol? <laughs> the best ice breaking, like needle drop com- comedic moment. Cause like, like and, and it, it's wonderful. Cause like it, it really feels like a camaraderie thing, but he's like, yeah, but he is, you know, the way she was eating, she was headed to the bone orchard. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so funny. Cause it's so, so morbid, but because of the conversation they're having, like, I mean, he even says, thank you. I needed that. Um, and then, so this cat's been hanging around at this, his, his house from the very beginning of the movie. And at the very end of the film, uh, after everything's happened, he sees that she has a collar and looks at the name. It says Tater Tot. Because they have this concept of ghost whispers where, like, the ghosts aren't around necessarily, but there's this idea of, like, there are sometimes these things that just kind of come out like uh, Tiffany Haddish's character talks about how her father loved model trains and loved taking them apart, loved playing with them. It was just part of who he was. And she says, you know, sometimes when I'm, you know, in my darkest days, my lowest, my low, I will sometimes just hear the whistle of a train. And I just know my father is, is out there looking down on me. And she calls them ghost whispers, these little moments and uh, there's a couple of teases that that one might happen in this movie because like <laughs> they get Burger King at some point and uh, Owen Wilson's like, oh, a tater tot. And like he turns and look, he goes, no, that's my jalapeno poppers, man. Um, <laughs> Does Burger King even like, have jalapeno poppers? Uh, sometimes they do. Yeah. Um, but I also love that. Like, how would you not know you ordered tater tots? Um but finding out the name of this cat who's been hanging around his house, who seems to like have been warning him about stuff in the very beginning of the movie, or at least interested in what was going on, it, it, the name is Tater Tot. And and that's his little ghost whisper moment. It's really, really, really nice. Um, and again, it's, it seems like that, but that kind of way this movie, um, or give this movie a little weight, that makes it such a good movie. Is is not that you have a fun, spooky time, and that there's great, you know, well-timed comedy but that that there is this story that has emotional weight behind it and you 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 get to know and feel for these characters who are stuck in this kind of odd situation and even when you know they they have to you know come across the the hat box ghost owen wilson finally gets something that they actually do other than be owen wilson and it still relies on him being owen wilson because all he has to sit and distract these this uh group of of ghosts who want to i guess 
murdered them. It's like a oh, mummy hey, man. And... Uh, hey, come on. Like, uh, wow, you guys are really scary. <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah, you're actually not that scary, except for you. And he points to the mummy. He's like, can you turn around while I keep talking? That uh. scene, that <laughs> delivery killed me. <laughs> I, I thought that was so funny. <laughs> so I have a question for you, Miles, because um, I think this movie landed pretty well for the both of us. But we also have at least some passing history with the ride. The mansion. Yeah. If we did not have any history with the haunted mansion, speculate. How do you think we would feel about this? Well, movie? so I saw this movie before I won the ride. Oh yeah, well that's true. So yeah, so I, that answers I was that. Still super strong. Yeah, I was still super strong on it. Um, watching the ride obviously gave me more. Going on the ride gave me more appreciation, but. I think it gives you the feeling of being on that ride and, and going through the haunted mansion. I think it does a really good job of giving you that feeling. So I definitely felt that the first time I watched it. And I mean, I've always been into the haunted mansion. I've just never until this year got to go. Like he, even when I went as like a five-year-old, I was too young. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't, I would only remember half the stuff that I saw at Disney world then. So I think I think that um yeah, it doesn't matter if you've gone it's, it's kind of like Pirates of the Caribbean. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you've gone on the ride. The first movie's still a blast. You know, it's um, inter it's interesting. I just looked up on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie has a 37% critic rating. Yeah, critics tore it apart for some reason. But an 84% audience rating, which I think is yeah, that's, that's, definitely that's, telling. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't know what it was, but like the critics tore this movie apart. I think part of it was like no one could understand why Disney dumped this in July to no fanfare, very little marketing. Like a lot of people forgot this movie came out, and everyone's like, oh well, they want they wanted to to pop on to Disney Plus in October. That's fine. All that tells me is you have no faith in the theatrical experience anymore, and you should just put this movie on Disney Plus. But I think the reason they didn't do that is if they had, people would have probably not even watched it because there is the feeling of, well, if it just went to Disney Plus. They've also been sued by certain uh, performers for dumping something on Disney Plus that was contractually supposed to be a theatrical release movie. So yeah, that, that that's also happened. Um, uh, but I, I honestly signed up for watching this movie on Disney Plus with my kids who both liked it a lot. Um, oh, good. I, I was going to ask you, like, you know, about that uh, th again. It gets just to the point of being scary and then isn't. Uh, yeah, exactly. which is which it's is, exactly you know, what a fun Halloween movie should be in that in that regard. But or, with that, Disney, at least. Yes. But but that, but I think that's like, again, we we stuck with it because we knew the ride like they had a basis for what the ride was and i i i like it's it's tough for me to think that it would be any any different uh, otherwise but but yeah I, I, but i say that to say that in the summer I, this wasn't gonna this there were so many big things coming out in the summer we weren't going to go to the no. movies to see this. No, we were, no, no one but me saw this movie in the theaters. We would <laughs> rather go see, you know, across the Spider-Verse or what other big summer movie yeah. than see this. I mean, can't blame you for that. <laughs> Releasing it early enough so that it get hits the new window so that it can be 
on Disney Plus in October mm-hmm. after getting a little bit of people talking about it back in back in in the summer, back in June or July or whenever it came out. Like, I don't know. I I'm I wonder if that's not the smart play. Yeah, I. I, I, I don't know what they were thinking because I really wanted this movie to be a hit, but I also like I don't need a sequel like I. I like it just being the one movie. I, I'm perfectly fine with not having another one. I think this movie's great. This is definitely my Haunted Mansion movie. I think it's honestly I haven't watched the new Goosebumps yet because um, I was waiting to see if we were going to do it for this month uh, before I started watching it. Um, spoiler warning, we're not. Um, <laughs> but it, it is nice that Disney came with, you know, the right, I think, tonal level for me. Because even even with uh, Hocus Pocus 2, I still thought it was a little off um and we talked about that last year um but yeah this this was kind of the pitch perfect in that in that sense and outside of yeah a, a handful of things and honestly really just one thing that not landing quite right and this movie's a blast for me i i love it i'll probably go watch it like every halloween like it's it's so much fun i liked it way more than i thought i was going to uh because again i look at the crit i looked at the critic reviews and everybody was saying that you know you don't you don't like it but again a lot of critics look at it from a critic perspective and not from a family perspective a lot of the times which is what this movie is for um yeah this this movie's a fun family ride and uh and yeah it's it's fun it's spooky scary skeletons um that's a different <laughs> uh halloween theme song and again and it just it it holds the style of the movie so or excuse me of the ride so well that you can't toss that out if you are a fan of of that ride um yeah yep couldn't agree more i I, i'm really happy to hear that you really you really had a good time with it um this is one that i was kind of nervous about because it's one of those movies that like i know the critical reaction was and i thought this like okay this is gonna be a movie that just just you know me and my fiance like and that's it (laughs) but yeah i think i think what it took is eyeballs to get on it and just no one watched it in july um because why would you put out that movie in july but whatever but at the same time i'm glad because i knew i couldn't get you to go in the theaters uh <laughs> to watch haunted mansion so yeah again i i think the way they did it was that it was the right call get it out so that you can have it on disney plus when families will take the time to watch it because the other side of that is families aren't going to go see this in the theater in October. I think teenage, ah. I think teenagers and adults go see horror movies in October. I think families watch stuff on TV. I think this was the right call. Man, I mean, I'm also, I'm, I'm much more of a theater guy than I think you are. Um, but you're also, and, you're also an adult without kids. So like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I understand that too, but like, as like, even as a kid, I loved going to the movies. So I mean, nobody does. I mean, there, I'm not saying that people don't enjoy going to the movies. I'm saying that when I think of horror movies coming out in October, I'm thinking R rated fair or for sure, harder for sure, PG 13 sure. rated fair. Um, um, and and speaking of which, uh, that brings us to next week's film. Yeah, what are we doing next week? So next week is uh, a film that's being released into theaters, and luckily for Drew, also being released on Peacock. 
Uh, we are going to watch the the long-awaited live-action adaptation of the popular horror video game series Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, I, I've I've been looking forward to this one for a bit. Uh, I think the trailer looks really fun, so I'm hoping it's gonna be a good time. I've only played the first game. I played. Uh, I played I, the. I liked. I played the first game for the show. You can hear my yeah, thoughts I played on it. The show. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot I like about it. There's a a lot of ways this could easily be bad. Um, so I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what's going on. I think I think the tone of this one's gonna be closer to maybe like a scary story to tell in the dark. I think this is supposed to be a little little more of a uh, PG thirteen heavy PG thirteen movie uh, than it, it than than Haunted Mansion was. We'll uh, see. Based off the, off the trailer. Uh, I will probably go see this in the theaters. Uh, Drew, I know you're going to be watching on Peacock. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch it on Peacock. Because, uh, yeah, I don't I don't I don't love the Five Nights at Freddy's aesthetic. I don't love the 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 lore and the stuff around it. So we'll we'll see how things go. I'm going to try to keep an open I, I mind. About I, it. I like what I know about it. I, I, I like the essential concept. I love the idea of like a showbiz pizza being haunted. Um, that's exciting for me um but and also we are not going to be releasing our episode on wednesday because typically we record on tuesday nights but next tuesday is halloween and as drew mentioned before he has kids who happen to love halloween it's true it's true so we, we will likely be releasing our episode on uh friday of next week we'll we'll we'll, we'll see when it, we'll see when it's going to happen um there's some other other mitigating circumstances but we'll We'll get oh boy. <laughs> we'll get Probably there. Something I should have brought up uh, before we started recording. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. But yeah, we will we'll be doing five nights of Fridays next week uh, to end our trunk tr- uh, trunk or treat, and then we'll be uh, doing kind of normal normal stuff for for a little bit. Uh, we haven't done business as usual because we went from the furious summer to our awkward September to halloween times yeah so let's so <laughs> hey if you have an idea for what you want us to cover in november throw your hat into the ring let us know and uh and that'll be that uh so in the meantime gang if you would like to find us you can find us at the which has this and every other episode going back more than a decade uh you can uh, tweet to us at the more you nerd for a while at least you can go to facebook.com slash or switch uh facebook.com slash the more you nerd i've only been saying that for a decade it seems like i could get that out <laughs> uh, and you you could of course email us the more you nerd at gmail.com that's the more you nerd at gmail.com which we actually got an email this week but we didn't read it and so we will cover that next time i apologize uh to to the folks that emailed in uh so in the meantime gang uh, we're gonna end the show as we always do with a rousing nerd, nerd. Out. Out. Do not free all.